As I mentioned near the close of the last record, this record you are now playing is another example of the completion backward principle. If you can possibly manage the time, please play both sides at one meeting. Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of CCM in 3D. I'm Epstein's mother. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm Dan. I'm Dave. I'm not a sweat hog. <laughs> I'm signing uh, permission slips for anyone that needs them. So there you go. Nice. Well, welcome back to another episode of CCM in 3D. We're glad you've joined us again wherever you are, whenever you are listening. We're glad you're here. So we're back with another um, installment of our countdown. By request. You know, but, people really love these episodes. Yeah. Yes. And we, you know, we, we get a lot like of comments. Yeah, we get a lot of comments about them. Yeah, it's a lot of fun to talk about. So this time we're starting with the number 20, but there's going to be a slight modification in how we do uh, the countdown from here on out. Yes. Dan, you want to explain how we're kind of shortening things up a bit? So as the numbers get smaller, yes. what is it, the hits get bigger. The hits get bigger. And chances are we're going to be a little more frequent on matches we have mm -hmm. as well. Yep. Um, but also, we want to take an opportunity to talk more in depth about the song. So we're going to go with just five at a time. Okay. For the last All 20, right. we'll go five at a time. Five at a time. So today will be 20, not 20 through 11, but 20 through 16. 16, yes. And now this is not to say, even though we might go a little bit deeper with our choices here, that's not to say we won't deep dive some oh, of these sure. albums oh, later. Yeah. So sure. let's yeah. let's save some good comments for the deep dives, you guys. Uh -huh. All right. So again, we're starting with number twenty, and we'll only go for uh, five of our choices. So don't think you're getting half an episode. We'll make sure you you get your money's worth. You'll get a full episode. <laughs> the amount that you paid for this episode, you'll get a full episode. <laughs> That's right. Right. So, you're not going to get ripped off. No, no, we're not going to rip anyone off. So. No. So, any meeting, my mo. Who wants to go first this morning? Let's do some teases. You well, got course, teases. I got teases. Of course, Dan has his teases, right? <laughs> okay. okay. We'll start with Dan's teases. So, also, I want to explain a little bit that again, when we have all three of us have an album on our list, I call it the Triple D. Yeah. So we yep. get the Triple D designation. We have several, a couple of those coming up. Okay. On my list, um, I have a quirky Stephen Curtis Chapman fact coming oh. up. Some very Ooh. useless information. Nice. I'm really good at that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, something I just found out about Stephen Curtis Chapman and his family. Oh, okay. Too in the countdown. Uh, something I think might pique Derek's interest in mm. liaison. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right. I like yeah, it. This is my. And uh, I think we're going to again start having a lot of matches or near matches. Um, so got my theme song ready. And nice. Dave's got his Gene Rayburn ready. Yes, stars. Yep. We do. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Great. All right. Here's. Two teases from me. One of my selections has a song co-written by big time, very six six. Um, sorry, successful pop music producer David Foster. Oh, oh interesting. Okay, okay. I, and I have a hunch. We get a hunch. Uh, yeah, okay. I'll see if that's right. And my other tease: one of my albums is uh, by an artist who had a big role in a major feature film. Okay. Okay. Major feature film. Major right. feature film. Okay, Ooh, that's good. There you go. I'm trying to think if I have any teases here. Um, of course, I own all the CDs. It's up there. It's yep. up there. So they're yep. all mm -hmm. up there. And, oh, one of them, I'm going to go on a soapbox. Oh. Uh-oh. I'm going to preach a <laughs> little bit. I'm a pastor, ready. so I'm going to preach. That's so, more like a disclaimer. 
That's a warning. Right. Vacate the building now. Yes. <laughs> okay, with teases out of the way, now we, we can proceed apace. Who wants to go first? I'll start. Dan's going to start. Right, we'll do number, right. I'll do number 20 for me. All right. Uh, Stephen Curtis Chapman, More to This Life from 1989. Nice. Uh, Derek... You and I have it on our list. Yeah. Uh, yours is going to be a little higher, I think, because mm-hmm. uh, I haven't heard about it yet. Uh, great singer-songwriter album, Stephen Curtis Chapman, in his third release. Mm-hmm. Uh, Are we sure about that? We're really good at making yes. <laughs> our our, uh, our Facebook fans are really good about letting us know. Correct. Actually, that's yes. their 12th album, not their 13th. <laughs> that's yes. true. Which well, this, we appreciate. I'm yes, pretty sure absolutely. this is his third. Yeah, this is third. Yeah, right. you're right. It uh, is. Uh, his first was good. His second was better, but I just think this one's even oh. better uh, than those first two. Yeah. Uh, produced by Phil Nash, who I think did a great job. Background vocals, we got Chris Harris, Chris Rodriguez, Herb Chapman, Mark Imerman, uh, Jackie Street on the bass. Mark He's the Hammond only bassist. On the drums, yeah. Yeah. So uh, here's, here's real quick, I'm going to jump into my useless information already. Here, okay, we, go. here we go. All right. Nice. Useless information, quirky Stephen Curtis Chapman, album covers. Okay. Okay. So we have our little album cover rules. Right. Again, right. Um all of Stephen Chris Chapman's album covers, he is looking into the camera. Is that right? Wow. Yes. All, but, all, all but very first album, first hand. Huh. Is okay. this all album covers Stephen Chris Chapman in our window or just? In our window. Oh, in yeah. our window. Okay. And, and actually, uh, 11 albums in a row. <laughs> he looks into the camera. Wow. Very Phil Collins. It. it is, yes. Yeah, 1988 Real Life Conversations through all the way through Love in 2002. Wow. Yeah. 14-year run of Stephen Chris Chapman looking into the camera on his album covers. Well, I mean, if it works, <laughs> I guess. You want a lot of doves. Yeah, so I did. so I have a new wrinkle on our album cover rules. We're going to call this wanna, Stephen wanna, Curtis Chapman We might rule? have to have a quorum. <laughs> yes. No, it says, if you're looking into the camera and smiling, uh, and if it's uh, a Christmas album, you're okay. Uh, okay. You, because it's joyous, it's time okay. to be looking into the camera All right. at Christmas. Okay. Because normally, if you're smiling into the camera, we think... It's not that great of an album, right? <laughs> yeah, but who's the rule of thumb? <laughs> can I can I can I offer a wrinkle to that? Yes, rule? go ahead. Who's not going to be smiling on their Christmas album? I mean, other than like maybe see there you go, Vengeance yeah. Rising, True. Christmas or <laughs> yeah. <something> Striper. Like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and or you're the Grinch. If the Grinch yeah. recorded a Christmas album, yeah, he happy. might not be smiling. True, yeah. true, yeah. So uh, anyway, so there you go. So just take a look at Stephen Chris Chapman's albums, and you think back to uh-huh. his albums. You think, yeah, he does. He looks into the camera every single time. What was he doing on first hand on his first? Album? Uh, I think he was on the street side, just looking off. That's right. Oh, that's, that's very yeah. Jeff Moore of uh, him. Yes, yes. yeah, that's okay. right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. One of the things I, I like about Spotify. Next thing is for, tease for me was one of the things I like about Spotify is their suggestions, mm-hmm. and I would listen to songs by artists that kept recommending I listened to this group called Colony House. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm like, okay. And so I listened to this song Silhouettes by Colony House. I'm like, oh, it's pretty good. I'll add it to one of my playlists. And here's what I found out. It's Stephen Curtis Chapman's sons. Oh, okay. okay. Wow. Caleb and Will performed together as the band Colony House. Colony and they've House. opened for Switchfoot in the past and things like that. So Silhouettes uh, also performed on Late Night with Seth Meyers in okay. 2014. And they have 50 million plays of one of their songs and 75 million plays of another one. That's crazy. Do they yeah. get played on Christian radio or what? No. Okay. Not, that I, I mean, not that I know of. 
Not that I know of, okay. I should say. Maybe. Is it something, if it, this had come out on, we were doing Z91, is this something you would have liked? To yeah, have? Okay. I, think, I think you would have liked it too. I've not heard yeah. him, so I... Yeah, so... Anyway, interesting. Okay. That I'm like, hey, a good his, son, his son's yeah. carried on and, and did some uh, music. Yeah. And they know. named their band after a pancake. Oh, that's Waffle House. Yeah. Waffle no, Close. Waffle House. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. So back to the album. Yeah. So right. number one, love, love this first track, More to This Life. You know, iconic radio hit, of course. Number two, Love You With My Life. Waiting for Lightning. Great song. Beautiful. Just, I think, sweeping strings. Lyrics are great. Uh, it hits me in all the feels because this is when I first left for college on my own and I'm like... Just listening to these songs just yep. were fantastic. Uh, Living for the moment, I will be here. Of course, the overplayed wedding song. Mm-hmm. Great lyrics, though. When I think back, I'm, I'm going to be married here 30 years. Yeah. And I think back, I go, those lyrics, yep, they yeah. certainly fit. It's, right. it's wonderful. Uh, Who Makes the Rules, Treasure Island, Way Beyond the Blue. Um, so, uh, In This Little Room, I know, Derek, that's one of your favorites. Oh, yeah. uh, so, so, great album. That's mine, number 20. It's okay. a good choice. Yeah. No, okay, Dave. All right, my number 20 is one I think Dan had last episode when we did okay. a countdown, and it is uh, Crank It Up from Mylan and Broken oh, yeah. Heart from yeah. 1990. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big fan of Mylan, and this is uh, probably my favorite album by them, um, obviously because it's the highest. But uh, came out, of course, on Star Song, produced by Joe Hardy, who also uh, worked with ZZ Top, oh, wow. Al Green, The Replacements as well, so pretty well-known yeah. mainstream producer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mylon and Scott Allen from Broken Heart, they both uh, produced it as well. Kind of got back to the rock roots with this. A um, lot of great guitar, a lot of great like southern rock guitar yeah. Yeah. on this album. Um, some of the tracks I love, uh, New Attitude might be my favorite mm-hmm. on the track. A great uh, guitar solo there. Uh, I love the transition between Dancing in the Light, which uh, Scott Allen sings. Kind of unusual for Milo not to be the lead oh, yeah. singer. But it goes from that into Heaven, and I just love that transition. It's Idiota. like seamless. Yes. Idiota. Uh, <laughs> oh, then wrong, it, wrong Heaven. Wrong, wrong Heaven. Yeah, okay. Then, of course, he does the uh, the remake of The Shower of the People from James Taylor. Yep. And uh, Letter from the Front is another one of my favorites um, on this. It's a ballad. And just talks about um, uh, they're on the be on the front lines of the spiritual war, and he's letting everybody yes. know it's going to be okay. He's you know uh, the ending is going to be good. So um, now Mylan and Broken Heart back at this time was selected by. Do you guys know this by PV Electronics to road test all of their new equipment? Oh yeah, why do I remember so that? When you, when you went to see them, I mean they sounded fantastic yeah. because they're the latest state of the art yeah. equipment. PV was a southern company, so that is a natural hookup for them to right. be with Mylon and Broken Heart. Yeah, because they were in the South, yeah. 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 Speaking of PV, do you remember, uh, so this is, they were on a few years ago on the on the show Undercover Boss. Really? That yes. Was, I didn't know that. I didn't see that episode. It is the worst episode of Undercover Boss ever. Oh, no. It is terrible. Oh. No, PV does not come out looking well in oh. this episode. That's all I'll say. <laughs> Oops. So, yeah. Oops. <laughs> But I think I remember how we knew that. I think PV advertised in CCM magazine that they were hooked up. Hook, they were hooking up with. I think you're right. Mylon and Broken Heart. And yep. I think that was the connection, and we yeah. saw it advertised yep. in yeah. CCM magazine. Because um, that my, did sound familiar to me. This yeah. is also my highest rated Mylon album. Yeah, love it. It's love a great this album. album. How what's what's the Mylon album that uh, Dan brought up during a previous episode that 
didn't even have Mylon's name on it. What was Look Up? Is that what it no, was? No, it was Dave. Yeah. Oh, it was well, Dave. Dave found that Look uh-huh. Up. So Look where up. is this album in relation to Look Up? Is This it... will be a few years later. Okay. Look Up was 80... 80... 85. No, oh, that was uh, Sheep and Was Coley. That was 86. Okay. Look Up was 86. Okay, so a few years after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That was on our Hidden Gems episode. Yes. That's right. And Dave found a very hidden gem. Dave won that, that episode. Was, <laughs> look Thank up. you very much. He won that episode. <laughs> right. Yeah, that. that was amazing. Yeah. But uh, Crank It Up, that tour, uh, our radio station brought them to town, Z91. I oh, went that to that right? show. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, so uh, good. It was in a church downtown, and it was fantastic. Yeah. They had a big sign, Caution Men Rocking. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's what it was. that now. Yeah. Caution Men Rocking. <laughs> right. Yeah. Were you at the station at that point? Yes. Yeah. yeah, I remember this. I remember yep. this uh, concert. Now that he brings it up, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have remembered it on my own. <laughs> but yes, yeah, I do remember that. It was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, great show. There you go. Crank it up, number twenty for nice. me. Nice. Yeah, I think it was a few years before either of us were at the station. So mm-hmm. yeah, we we had to wait a few years before we could say caution. We're rocking. Yeah, we had to wait. <laughs> yeah, not allowed. Well, my number twenty, Dan, get ready. Okay. Get thee ready. Mm-hmm. Here we go. It's a match. It's a total match. It's number 20. It's more to this life. Wow. Hello, stars. So my wife was singing the other day, and she said, my singing is better than yours because I can hit all the blanks. (laughs) 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 Exact match. Yeah, number 20. Number 20. All right. Excellent. So, What more do you got to say about it that I haven't Well, I don't really know that I have anything more to say uh, about it. Um, It's here. It's right here. Excellent. Oh, there it is. You do, have that. you do have that over yep. me. Yeah. What Darn it. your CD? Oh, guy named Yura. Uh, Yura. Yeah, Yura, never going to see these again. Oh, yes. I don't like that guy. Took him from me. That's yeah. not a good guy. No. Um, the one thing that, uh, well, there's a couple of things. I think out in this, my, when I look this up on Discogs. Right. And if you buy, I think the cassette of this, it only has 10 tracks. I think the CD has a bonus track. Yes, is that that's right? right. It Out does. Out on the highways. Huh. Yes. So that's the CD it. has an extra yep. track. Okay. So occasionally back then you would get. I remember Amy's lead me on had two extra tracks. Freedom had extra track. Yes. Oh, it did. Yeah. What, what was the extra track? Set the bridge on fire. Yep. Oh, that's right. Of course. Yeah. I thought it was BB with power tools. No, that one? no, it that was, was available on the. Cassette. It was nice because it added a little extra something because you did pay more for the disc. Yeah, true. Than the cassette, yep. and yep. hey, we'll throw in this extra. Yeah. Made you also want to buy the the CD. Yep. Yeah, so right. yeah. or use your stickers to get the CD. Yeah, <laughs> right. Some of us probably do. Um, and I can always tell the ones that I use stickers on because um, the jewel case is gouged in a square. Yep. Because the <laughs> they would take the, the tool the, and just yeah the lady at the front desk would take the sharpest implement of destruction she could find and gouge the yes. sticker you're you're scraping miss can you please be easier on yeah. my jewel case yes. this was back before you could get replacement jewel cases right <laughs> so, anyway but yeah my disc has eleven um, tracks and I think it's the bonus track is on out on the highways on this one my favorites uh, dan went through all the tracks all really good all excellent um i i will be here is ubiquitous and it's kind of yeah but i love um more than words yes i do too and in fact in my bible which is sitting right over there my my reformation study bible that i have um I have a Stephen Curtis Chapman lyric written on the inside of the Bible, of my Bible. Uh Um, It's that lyric from More Than Words. um, 
as I open up this book and read of all the love it took for a holy God to care for man, yes. the Spirit helped me understand. Yes, the word mm. is so good in that yeah. song. Yeah, good. So that lyric has always stuck with me. Um, it, it's not that it's unclear. It's a letter to children. But I know it's meant to be so much more than words. Right. So Stephen was just fire. I, I don't even know if this won a dove. It probably should have. Or I don't know. It's... I mean, every other al- album by Steven Pretty Curtis much, wanted yeah. a dove. Yes. So. Or two or three. Or two or, or four. Th- yeah, one of dove. So this is an exact match. So Perfect. There nice. we go. And yep. if you remember back in the day, we had uh, churches would have or they had performance tracks. Right, right, and right. It was right. basically the karaoke version of a song. Right. And then they'd have them in various keys and all this kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. I actually sang the song at our church on a Sunday night. Really? Yes, with the performance track. More than words? Yes. It was so good. Impressive. It was we, right in my range. Dude. We've got to have this. We've got to find the video somewhere. No, there is right? no video of it. Oh, anywhere. I'm aware. Oh, this is before a video all of everything. There's no- a, there was before all that. <laughs> oh, nothing yeah. disappears. I'm going to call your previous, to, to call 1-800-DANCE-PREVIOUS-CHURCH and, and see if I, I can I think get people video. started recording and went, I'll just put this down. <laughs> no, well, it, was, it was all right. My tithe is going down this week. <laughs> That's right. Blame it on Dan. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, on to you, sir. Number 19. 19. All right, I think we can, uh, Dave, you and I have this on our list, uh, I think. Liaison. Yes. Bird, uh, from 1989. Yes. Liaison. Uh, big fan of Liaison's music, formed by Larry and Tim Melby. So good. Larry's the lead vocal and guitar. Tim does the background vocals along with guitar. Tim Heinz helps on the keyboards. I'm sorry, Larry's on the bass. Excuse me, Larry's on the bass. Uh, so, Derek, I think you might like this. Okay. Uh, Jeff Picaro on drums in this album. What? Fantastic. Jeff yes. Picaro on drums. Of yes. total fame, of course. Wow. All, and all Michael the Landau does some guitars. No way. Yeah. Yep. So, they and must have recorded it in LA. Dave Cause on microphone. On microphone. Oh, it's like saxophone. Okay. It's like microphone. <laughs> That's what I have here. Rocking the mic. Hello, Tim, Dan. Tim Melby on microphone, the vocalist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So yeah, on saxophone, yeah. So uh, great, great debut album produced by Bill Baumgart. Um, started uh, on Frontline Records, uh, which was fa- Frontline Records, by the way, founded in 1986 in California. And Frontline typically did a lot of the, um, I think, a lot of the recognition um, that I think. What are my notes here? <laughs> oh, so they weren't they weren't they weren't the typical Nashville type guys. Like right. So they were yep. down to the uh, West Coast. Right. Right. Didn't Forefront if for, didn't Forefront have DC Talk? No, this is Frontline. 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 Forefront had DC Talk. Oh, right. okay. Right. Of course. Right. Yes. Close. Yeah. Sorry about yeah. that. Uh, but boy, they put some great artists out. Frontline did Shout, yep. Mark Farner, Alter Boys, Idle Cure, John Gibson. Mm. Uh, label had a very good, different feel than all the Nashville yep. ones. So, yep. uh, so anyway, first track, When the Kingdom Comes Down, great lead in and introduction to Liaison. It sets yep. the tone for the Does. record, totally. Uh, two, You Are His Main Concern, great Ugh. Dave Cause and the saxophone moment. Uh, three, Go and Sin No More. Great ballad. They could at least get on the radio with that one. Yep. Number four, Man with a Mission. This is on my all-time favorites playlist, this song. Okay. Love this. Uh, it's a, just this manly man song for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about, you know, missionaries really leaving to follow God's plan, but I kind of personalize it. And, you know, it's a song about things you give up, your sacrifice for the life of Christ, uh, to be a Christ follower. Uh, and Man with a Mission. I'm a man with a mission. Uh, and another side note. So, yeah. Uh, there was a there was uh, a mission in 
the 1750s, a Spanish Jesuit priest, Father Gabriel, uh, was in Argentina, and they made a movie about this. Great called movie. The Mission. Jeremy mm-hmm. Irons. Mm-hmm. With Jeremy Irons, yep. It's a great and great movie. Uh, Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro, yeah. yes, yeah. that's it. And on YouTube, a fan made a music video with Man with a Mission song. Oh, nice. To oh. all the scenes from that movie. Interesting. And I'll it, that up. It, is fantastic they did huh. a great job wow um and i forget his i forget this youtuber's name i don't have it down here but anyway it's a great if you look it up man with the mission the mission i think it'll actually pull up the music video it's yeah. really cool yeah uh, number wow. five track the way the truth and life kick it down another big rocker kick it down yeah heaven bound that's it whoa <laughs> Dave on the microphone let's get his performance track out <laughs> that's right yes. <laughs> And then number seven, the light is on. A great Dave cause saxophone again. Yeah. Uh, leave the light on. Or I'm sorry, he lives. Give me one, one more day at a time. And you've got my heart in your hands. And rounds out the album. But anyway, so really good. Love it. Number 19 for yep. me. Yeah. All right, get your uh, phone ready, Dan. Okay. Because Uh-oh. we have another perfect match. Wow. Perfect, perfect match. match. Two in a row. All stars. Hello, stars. <laughs> <laughs> I got a day off work because... I had to go home. I was feeling too blank. There you go. All right. Yeah, mine's uh, also number 19. Liaison right. from 89. Yes. The matches get more frequent. Wow. Yes. The yes. Melby brothers actually grew up in a musical family, and yep. they learned to play several instruments, which uh, which they obviously did when they were in liaison. And uh, I agree with everything Dan has to say there. I We talked, I think, a couple episodes ago about if we could play hear any song on the radio now, uh, what oh, would it be? Yeah, yeah. That's and right. uh, listening back to this the other day, I thought I would love to turn on Schmeishmuv and mm. maybe sneak in and out of a uh, you know one of their stop. You can't say commercial breaks; they don't play commercials. With right. stop sets out of yeah. their stop sets, hit the button and have yours main concern come on. Just yeah. the guitar intro, right? Yes. What people will do? What is that instrument playing? Yes. What's that noise? I love all the same songs. Yeah. Just a great. Great debut for those guys. First out of three albums, right? Uh, yeah, they did yeah. three, three albums. Four. Mm-hmm. Yep. If you snuck that on and played that, people would go, well, "This doesn't sound like you two. <laughs> what is this? What does this sound <laughs> yeah, like? Right? What is this?" And I had no idea when I picked up the album. There was one I just bought the album just because oh, this looks interesting. I had no idea who they really? were. Nothing. Oh wow! Man. So you, no clue. No clue. Put it on and it was fantastic. So maybe I did. Maybe I got it with my stickers. There yeah, you go. Gouge the square. <laughs> you get the square on the front of yours. Yes. And so, unfortunately, it is. I do not have it anymore again. But but I love it. Yeah, it's good. That's good. Um, I was going to tell you guys, my wife Susan. Whenever I'm listening to Skillet, she'll say they sound just like Liaison. Oh, she thinks John Cooper and Tim Melby have the same, bit. which they kind of do a little bit. Yeah, you know? that's interesting. Yeah. But there you go. Now, remind me again, what was the name of the um, record label they were on? Frontline. 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 So that would be interesting, maybe a podcast episode for later, kind of track the sound of bands that had a um, California-based... Feel. uh, Like Pachyderm, Frontline, those guys were out in California, those labels. But then all the others, like Sparrow, Word, Murr, Forefront mm-hmm. and Benson and yeah. all those were in Nash Nash Vegas. Yep, right. right. So that'd be interesting. To that would be good. Track that. So <laughs> you say Nash Vegas? He did, did say okay. Nash Vegas. Okay. I did say that. I did say that. So I say that with love. All right. All right. Number nineteen for me. No match. Sorry, okay. but okay. Um, 
I wish I'm sure there's another one coming. Um, and my 19 is from 1989. It's The Way Home by Russ Tapp. Oh, great oh, album. Yeah. So, um, yeah, what can you say about this album? Um, it's the follow-up to his self-titled album. And uh, I like it probably – I went back and listened to it this week. I think I like it um, – it's not quite on the 1988 album level. But it's close. Yeah. It's real close. Um, I found myself only maybe skipping one track. But otherwise, it's like, okay, this one really stands up still. Okay, this sounds great. Okay, Russ is amazing on this one. Yeah. Oh, I love this one, too. Yeah. So I was I was very comfortable putting this one at 19, thinking, okay, yeah, this one really still holds up. So Winds of Change, Farther On, Take My Hand. Take My Hand. Love it. Oh, it's yeah. a great song. Table in the oh. Wilderness. Yes. Oh, man, Russ sounds so good on this. Uh, I didn't bother to look up the... Um, all of the musicians that play on it, because frankly, we should probably deep dive this one at some point. Yes, so. for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, so this is this is a triple D. So it's a triple D. We all have it on our list. Okay, yep. you yeah. have it the highest. I have it at 30, 32. But yeah, yep. yeah, and it's it's it needs to be on there for for me. So number 1989's "The Way Home" by Russ, which is available now on Spotify and Apple. It Music. wasn't for a long. It time. wasn't for a while. Yeah, yeah. long time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Oh, and and uh, let's see. Let me guess. It's yeah, uh, it's, 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 it's right it's here. It's down right here. He's going to get it. Oh, yep. It, there it goes. Oh, there it is. It's right there. And there it is. Nice. And Russ is looking kind of into the camera. Yeah, again, yeah, looking a little at the bit, camera, yep. but not smiling. So. Right. No, it's yes. definitely no. not a smile. It's a Mona Lisa smile. Yeah. Dave, uh, there's <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, my favorites on this album are not necessarily, again, the radio ones. Radio ones are great. Yep. You've heard probably over and over again, Farther On, I Cry, that kind of, But I like I Need You. Yeah. Um, Go on, yep. take my hand. I really mm -hmm. got that with you. I love on the back cover. He came through. Oh, that's, that's yeah. The back through. cover's got his band. He, oh, he does. His band yeah. With Jackie. Jackie's on there. Jackie's oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. There he is. Yep. Fantastic. So that's he put the, his band. That's the only album I think he put his band on. Yeah. yeah. There's James Hollihan's on there and yeah. Jackie Street. Yeah. That's great. Great album. Yep. Nice. All right. Number 18? Eight, number 18. All right, number 18. Susan Ashton, Wakened by the Wind. Oh, good. From 1991. Uh, Dave, you have it. We all have it. It's Triple D again. It's a Triple D. Um, episode 28. We did a deep dive on this one. Yes. Uh, it's got, I think, perfect album cover art. Quintessential mm. looking down to the left. Yep. yep. It looks fantastic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> perfect pairing of Wayne... Kirkpatrick and Susan Ashton, these two are just amazing. Yeah. They're really, you know, like Michael W. Smith and Kirkpatrick, Wayne Kirkpatrick, uh, just a lyrical genius. Yeah, Susan me. and Michael were fighting for Wayne's best songs at this point. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, it's mine, it's mine. No, it's I think mine. Susan won, in my I think, opinion. Yeah, I think I mean, so, When too. you can throw in all those different words, what are some of the words on it, I can't come to mind right now, but just some of the words he ends up putting into these lyrics are yep. amazing. Um so it's produced by Winker Patrick. He brings out the big guns for this one too. He's got Gordon Kennedy, Tommy Sims, Jimmy Slose, Chris McHugh, Jackie Street. I mean, Tom, on and on. Tommy's yeah. on here too. Uh, what? Tommy's on here a couple times. Yeah. Yep. Tom, yep. Um, down on my knees. Love that. Oh, this is one. Yeah, lyric. Feed my hunger. Slake, slake my, my thirst. thirst. Yeah. Yep. Slake. Right. How do you, you get a I lyric no like idea. slake yep. in there? <laughs> uh, my desire is alive and kicking, but my Drive is dead. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. that. That's great. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. So yeah. good. And then from No One Knows My Heart, I can face a lot of people with a sanguine act of mine. 
guarded by the eloquence I sometimes hide behind. Mm-hmm. Sanguine. Wow. <laughs> Wanker Patrick. Wanker yep. Patrick, man. Just fantastic. And then he has Susan sing it, and she just does an oh, amazing job. Amazing. Yeah. He has a song called Benediction on there. Yep. Which Great song. Sending out. Yep. Yeah, it's a sending out. That's good. Yeah, so good. So that's my number 18. It's a great choice. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. 18 here for me is the first appearance of Michael W. Smith on my uh, top 100. Oh, and this here is we going go. to be okay. Change Your World from 1992. Yep. Probably the Smitty album I go back to the most now when I want to listen to Smitty. Just love this album. Of course, on Reunion, uh, at the height of his pop releases, really was uh, coming off that AMA for Best New Artist which I always thought was funny because he'd been out for like 15, 20 oh, course, years. Yes. He gets best new artist. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's a 15-year overnight sensation. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Cross of Gold, one of my probably top five favorite Smitty songs is on this album. Uh, just love it. So good. My, of course, the best, I think of Derek every time I hear it because of the, the part where... <laughs> An icon of what? What? <laughs> An icon of what? <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, I still laugh yes. every time I hear that because Derek used to run up and down the halls of the radio station saying that. <laughs> yes. Imagine that. Imagine that. Uh, we have some pretty big name pop uh, producers and songwriters on this, which yes. is the answer to my trivia question. Uh oh, trivia. And uh, David Foster was a co writer on Somewhere Somehow. That's right. Okay, yep. And Dan Huff co-wrote uh, Colorblind. Mm-hmm. And the another big-time pop songwriter, Diane Warren, wrote the ballad, I Will Be Here For You. Probably my favorite Smitty pop ballad. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, just a great uh, great song, of course, which uh, Diane Warren's known for. Yep. Uh, other standouts on here, I Love One Another, Picture Perfect. That was a hit on mainstream CHR radio. Uh, give it away. Love your guys' story about getting to see Give It Away before it uh, was even on the album. Oh, that was fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's got a couple cheesy moments too. Uh, you know, with Toby and I want to tell the world. That's kind of cheesy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think Derek. It's, it's a little cheesy in there. Uh, to me, I, I think this may be his best album vocally. Um, listening back to it, his voice sounds strong and very full. Yes. So, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He stays. Um, he stays lower in his range, right? And that's good for him. That's, it is good. It's, yep. Yeah, but uh, he sounded really good on this, and of course, it was supported by a huge tour. Oh boy, was it ever! Uh, big stage, big time artists playing like Tony Palacios from Guardian yep. played in that band, and a little group named DC Talk opened for him yep. on that yeah. tour. Jimmy Lee's on bass. Yeah, on that's this. right. Steve Brewster's on drums. Yeah, DC wow. Talk opened. So. Yep. Yeah, huge. Fantastic. Yeah. That very first song, when I first heard this album, Picture Perfect, hit me. It was like, oh, this is very s- different. So yeah. It's, yeah. It's going to a whole nother stratosphere. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm with Dave. It's like, I love this. 35 for me. Number 35 for yeah. me. But it's on our list. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Change the world. There you go. Number 18. Yep. Now, is this the one where Toby says, hey, we're Smitty. It's yeah. time to hit get with it. Yeah. So, hit it, hit it, hit it, hit it, hit me. Yeah. There are some things you go, oh, boy. Uh, uh, but no. back in the day, when I first heard it, I was like, "That is so fun! That's so cool!" Yeah, right. you know, didn't age as well, yeah, yeah. As now, but I thought it was pretty fun at the, back in the day. What did you guys think of the remake of Friends? Oh yeah, and the Friends is remade on here too. Um, I mean, it yeah. was okay. It was updated. Yeah, it yeah. sounded more modern. Yeah, I still preferred you know the project version with Amy. Yeah, but it's okay. I think yeah, when I first right. played it for my kids, the song Friends. This is what I, this is the one I played. Yeah. Okay. I didn't want yeah. to play the other one. This, yeah, right. so maybe so a little, little too, bit old, a little too old. It's yeah. A little, little bit dated. Yeah. <laughs> All and right. Then, uh, speaking of, so a uh, little story just saw on line and on social media that Toby Mac was out golfing recently, 
and uh, at the same course, Michael W. Smith was golfing, and they happened to run Saw into that. each yeah. other. Michael W. Smith joins Toby Mac for the last part of the golf course, uh-huh. and uh, Toby posts and says, because her friend will not say never. <laughs> you know? oh, there you go. <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. Plain a word. He goes, yeah. I had to do it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Way to go, Toby. <laughs> All right, Derek, what do you got? Number well, 18. Not a, not a match. Sorry. Okay. Oh. But, and it's just inside our window, just sneaking in at 1995. So okay. we're right inside our window, and it is Chris Eaton's Wonderful World. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. There it is right there. Um, as much, we did a deep dive on vision. So right. we've. Yeah. We need to do this one too. I don't know if mm-hmm. you guys are familiar with this. A one. little I'm bit familiar with some of the tracks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this album, Everlasting is Love, of so course, number good. one. Yeah, yep. it's um, it's got uh, it's just really strong. Um, there's a remake of Breath. I mean, Chris Eaton wrote Breath of Heaven, right. so he can do it's whatever his. he wants yeah. with mm-hmm. it. So, um, it's it's like we were talking about with Friends. It's like oh, okay, I, mean, I skip it every time. I don't. Yeah. Right. It. Yeah. Um, but the rest of the tracks are so good. Um, Everlasting Love, like you said, Westworld is a great song. Um, there's a kind of a really soft ballad on here called Wonderful World um, that's got some of the just tastiest, smoothest Dan Huff you will ever hear. Wow. It's huh. so good. Um, he, it's, he sneaks in kind of toward the end of the song because the rest of it's just Chris Eaton and his voice with a keyboard so it's just really soft and then dan just kind of sneaks in it's like oh that sounds so good (laughs) so i've whetted your appetite for dan huff so there you go and then the song right after wonderful world is a song called remember me and it's a a song to his wife who had left him oh so um so he's uh he talks about a little bit in the liner notes about divorce and that sort of thing hmm. and so it's kind of a i'm taking it to be a a song to his estranged wife mm-hmm. that please hmm. remember me mm. so wow anyway it's a really powerful song so number 18 wonderful world chris uh chris eaton this is a it's kind of a fly under the radar classic for me so i love this album nice i'm gonna listen to it yeah it's a good one it's a good one. All right. All right. On to number 17. 17. Thank you. You got it. Uh, so Derek talked about this in the last podcast. I've got it now, and I'm reaching into my bag. Uh-oh. What? Does Dan have it? I am on reaching vinyl, into I my bag, on and vinyl. I have it. Whoa, oh, my gosh. Got it. it is White Heart Powerhouse from 1990. I did not get that one. He did not. You're I a, think he did, a... but I went and got it again. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah. if you're going to go out and rebuy an album, that's definitely one to get. Right. So I've been, you know, rebought a lot of these or grabbed them from somewhere. Yeah. So yeah, got the powerhouse. I'm so happy I did. Oh. Uh, Derek talked about this in this last countdown episode, but I'll just go ahead and pile on here. So Mark Gershmel, Bill Smiley, Rick Florian. I spelled how? R I Q. We got the okay. R I Q Florian. Uh, uh-huh. I can tell in his voice we got the Q in there somewhere. Oh yeah, I can tell. Yeah. You can totally <laughs> so, tell. And then Anthony Sally on the bass, Brian Wooten on guitar. Uh, it's follow-up to Freedom, so that's a hard act to follow. Mm-hmm. Right. But I think they did a pretty good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Desert Rose, you know, great ballad, number one song on Spotify in this album by far. Um, man, it's still a good ballad that I can listen back to oh, yeah. many times over. Uh, Messiah, my favorites are, again, the ones not mostly played on radio. Love Calling, I absolutely love this song. 
it's a six and a half minute song. <laughs> yeah. And about four and a half minute, uh, the song fades out and continues with kind of this two minute atmospheric music uh, mm-hmm. interlude. Yeah. I call it. Uh, number eight, we got to answer the call. Storyline, super powerful. Another one of my favorites on there. Lay it down. And uh, again, we just love to deep dive this someday. Yeah, we absolutely we're going to. We're going to tap it because I. There it is. I get yeah. because I have wow. it. Yeah. Dan's got it. it. Yes. <laughs> Take that, Ima. You're a whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. Rob. Rob. <laughs> Rob. You didn't get this, Rob Burr. Hey, quick question about that album. Yeah. We brought, the, the station brought Whiteheart into the West Bank stage in which Yes. Yeah. Was it this album or was it Tales of One? I don't remember. Okay. I thought it was. I can answer that. Okay, Dave, okay so Dave's got us. That show was, well, they were there twice. Oh, okay. Was this at nighttime? Seemed like it was an afternoon. Okay. Daytime, afternoon. Afternoon, yeah. it was Powerhouse. Okay. No, I'm sorry. It was Tales of Wonder. It was, okay. Yeah. And that was a part of the Wichita River Festival. Yes, yep. right. Yep. And the reason I, I wanted I, to bring somebody to River Fest. I'm like, yeah. I need somebody at River Fest. Yeah. And the reason I remember that is they did, um, oh, what's, what's the radio hit off of Tales of Wonder that we played? Uh, the second cut of the album. I, uh, His oh, Heart Was Always, always There. Yeah, yeah. So they said, yeah, we got this brand new song we're going to do for you. And so they did it. Then they did their set. And at the end of the set, they're like, hey, we're going to do the brand new song again. And they did it twice. They did it twice. Okay. Yes. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Because they forgot what they did or something? Wow. I don't know. Yeah. So, it, but it, uh, their next appearance was this album. And that was, I don't know what why they were here for that. It was like a, just a nighttime show. Yeah, I don't remember that one. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so if I'm, for those, for those uh, who are not from Wichita, Riverfest is like a week-long block party-style festival that Wichita has. It was always used to be in uh, like the second week in May. Yeah. But that was always a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Because, A, it was usually inclement weather the whole week. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it was also during finals. Yes, that's right. And so you you could never get down there because I was like, do I study for the trig final or do I go to block party? <laughs> yeah, most of the river first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so now they think they switched it to like June yep, or something. They like that's that. right. So, yeah. but for those not from Wichita, it's a week long block party style thing, and there's events all over town. And okay, so. so here's my story about that concert. Okay, so which which I, one? The one Dave's talking about okay. in Riverfest during the day, and uh, I was able to get up there and introduce them or had something to do with it. So right, I, was off to the, I was off to the side. And I was with you off to the side. Okay. And I've yeah. got a story too. Okay. So I've got one too. Same? Okay. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. Is it the same story? Maybe it's the same story. No. Nope. But so I, I think it's um, at the end of the concert, Rick Florian comes off and I'm like, I'm looking at him. Like, he does not look good. And I'm like, I'm oh. like are you all right? And he's like, uh, no, I'm sick. I am really sick. Oh, but I'm wow. still doing the show because the show must go on. Right. So... Rick with a Q did what yeah. <laughs> an trooper. amazing job. Yeah. yeah, what a trooper. He just yeah. he kept going. Wow. So yeah, but okay, he, was, Dave, he, was not, he was not well. Oh, so my story is I kept bugging uh, the program director of Z ninety one, the station I worked at for to to hire me. Who and is that guy? That's, yeah, Stan Boyd. <laughs> oh, Stan okay. the man. Stan, Stan the man. Stan the man. So anyway, long story short, Stan calls me and said, "Hey, I want you to start. Can you start this Saturday?" And I'm like, "Well, Stan, I'm going to your concert Saturday. Can I start the next week?" <laughs> So I went, I went to the White Heart Show, then started the next week. Ah, nice. perfect. Nice. That's great. Well, my story is, um, I was with Dan. I, I don't think I was part of the station yet. Okay. But you took me along, and I was back, I was on the side with you. Yeah. And I met Anthony Sally, who okay. I'd always wanted to meet because I'd really like him. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, 
White the the base chair in Whiteheart's always good. Yes, Whether it's Gary Lund, yeah. Tommy Sims, Anthony Sally. Yeah, always get a good bass player in there. Yeah. So, and <clears throat> Anthony had a bass that I had always wanted to play, but I'd never been up close to one. And I was like, "Can I play a few notes on your bass?" <laughs> and so he let me play a few notes. On really? His wow. Yes. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I probably had it in my hands less than ninety seconds. Right, but still. But and it wasn't oh. plugged. So I'm. It wasn't even plugged in. I was just right. playing it. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is so oh, great. Oh, how fun! It's so, cool. Anyway, I got to play like ninety seconds on Anthony Sally's bass. Oh wow, so, man. Anyway, oh, a lot, that lot base, happened at that concert. And now that yeah. bass company's out of business, so that's <laughs> oh no, uh, that's my only uh, chance. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. <laughs> So. Good choice, Dan. A lot of good go. stories out of uh, Powerhouse. Powerhouse. There you go. Number All right. 17. Uh, 17 for me is uh, Petra's On Fire from yeah. 1988. Fire. Star Song Records, John Adinto, Gene, uh, Dino Elefante <laughs> uh, produced the album, of course. It's the album that brought me back to Petra. Uh, big fan after Beat the System. Lost me on Back to the Street. This Means War comes out. Yeah, I never Slightly got into better. it. A yeah. little bit better, but boy, the first notes here of um, of all fired up really got me back. I'm yes, like, wow, that sounds fantastic. They're very on the edge there of almost being a metal album. Yeah, yeah. I finally went back and listened to. Those Did you ones. really? Yeah, 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 I could see that. I mean, big production, yep. uh, big drums, guitars, just a great rock album. Bob Hartman, Louis Weaver, John Schlitt, John Lowry, and Ronnie Cates. Was the lineup for this album? I loved watching Ronnie Cates uh, play bass. He ran all over the stage. Oh yeah, like a wild man. Um, it had me. Like I said, the opening notes there. Some other favorites. I love "Hit You Where You Live." Yes, love the line. You've got to tell him he's free to take a shot. He wants to hit you with everything he's got. Uh, Minefield, first love. Those are the beginning of the album. There. I also love somebody's going to praise his name. Council of the Holy, and uh, it's just a you know, it, it's an album that's a really is air guitar heaven. Yes. So to speak. True. <laughs> On fire, number 17 for me. So Bob Hartman, you know, is known for writing all the lyrics. Yes. Um, he writes all the lyrics of all the songs. So the one he didn't write the lyrics on this album was Council of the Holy. Oh. So that was uh, Words of Music David by Foster. John Lowry <laughs> and Danny <laughs> yeah. Krogan. I guess. Okay. But here's an interesting pairing that came up in this album that I loved. Hit You Where You Live. Yeah. Music is by Billy Smiley oh. and John Elefante. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. So I Ooh, love that song. Nice. Yeah, I do too. It's great second track on there. Yeah, one, two, and three, all fired up. Hit you oh. where you live. Minefield, fantastic. All great. First love, again. You got, it's ballad. Back in the day, you had to put those. They had to put those in the album. I mean, I'm sure they loved the songs too, but really, had to put them in the album to get played. Yeah. On radio back in the day, but then they wrote back into Defector, right? Which oh. I love. You know, so yeah. <laughs> but enough of well, that soft music. Let's that's get right. Let's, let's get back, get back to, to rocking. <laughs> Caution, men rocking. That's <laughs> yes, right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we need that. Uh, we need a sign similar to that. Yes. Caution, men podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Number uh, seventeen. Number seventeen, 17. for me. And here it is. It, I of course it's right here. And this is going to be a three D. I, I okay. just know this is a three okay. D. Yeah. All right. So, and it is uh, from nineteen ninety one. Kim Hill's Braveheart. Oh, yes. oh yeah. Wonderful. There it is right there. My copy of Braveheart. Good luck finding that on your streaming services. It ain't there. No. It's mm -mm. not. It's not there. It is. It's a 3D. Yeah. Yep. It is a 3D. Um, we're going to deep dive this one, so I'm not going to sure. say too much. Um, it's just, it's Kim's magnum opus. It's her best one. It's yeah. Everything went right on this album. Yep. 
Um, Brown produced. I think the core band we we've talked about was t- uh, Tommy and yeah. um, pretty much Kim Hill and Whiteheart again. It's yeah, Kim Hill, Chris Almost. McHugh, yeah. right. Jerry McPherson, yep, Gordon, Gordon Kennedy. Um, yeah, she did. She just doesn't make a misstep on the entire album, so it's it's great. Still still holds up today. I was listening to bits and pieces of it this past week. Thought, okay, this totally still sounds great. Oh yes, it mm-hmm. just this is it's so sad that this isn't on streaming services for Kim Mill fans. Yeah, and so. similar to Stephen Curtis Chapman, "More to This Life" was his third. This is her third, mm-hmm. and just better than she'd ever been. Yeah, yeah, it's the Brown effect. Yeah. yeah, we Bannister talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and we had that. Yep. And what an amazing voice Kimmel yeah. has. Yeah, just love it. And very distinct. Yes. Very low in the register. Uh-huh. And yeah, so right. when she when she came on, you always knew it was her. Yep. So anyway, we talked about the Brown effect way back in episode six. Wow, yeah. man, episode six. Way before six. our fancy recording equipment. Yes. Yeah. Oh, we have well, fancy recording. Well, we doubled our budget and got oh, at yeah, least a little right. fancier that's than, right. our, than our phone. By the way, if you want to support our podcast, go to one eight hundred Friends Phone and join our Patreon for ninety five dollars a second. And operators have all been laid off. <laughs> operators are no longer there. That's right. By the way, I think episode six was the episode where I got caught uh, bringing groceries in while oh, we were talking. Oh, that's right. Yeah, little that's teaser right. there for you. That's, I forgot about that. That's right. We were doing it on Zoom. Like we were doing it on Zoom, something, something like that, right? Because yeah. of some shmamdemic or something yes. going on. But, right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's right. Dave, are you doing groceries? Now? Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. I said they're talking. You're all rustling. Going, yes. Yeah. Yes. What's going on, Dave? <laughs> Never mind that noise. Yes. That's funny. Just opening the green beans. Right. Sorry. Way back in episode six. Yes. Wow. Crazy. And every now and then we'd hear you actually cracking a diet Dr. Pepper. That's right. Think, right? Oh, Derek, that's right. Derek, Derek a crack. Like, what is that, Derek? It's Dico. <laughs> we were so professional. Uh, we were. Yes. <laughs> we were real. We All right. Were, number we're 16. 16. Let's go on to that. All right. We're going to go to 1990 and again another 3D. Brian Duncan's Anonymous Confessions of a oh, Lunatic Friend. Love yeah. it. Uh, all of us have it. Yep. Um, it's up there. Yep, it's up there. We'll deep dive this someday. Uh, but uh, Derek scooped me on the last countdown. You had it, uh, but I've got the highest, number 15. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, <laughs> it's his fifth album. It's After Strong Medicine. And it, uh, it just has uh, all the fun of Holy Rollin, but better, I think, better produced, super slick. Brian's great vocals. It's produced by Dan Postuma. Jeff Picaro on drums again. We got another Jeff Picaro. Wow. Saying. Nathan uh, East Nathan on East. Beast. Yep. We all need Love You With My Life, Love You With My Life, number one on Spotify on this album by far. But again, my favorites, Lunatic Friend. I think I know the whole song completely memorized. I could do a lip sync on this song all the way down to his little I, I, screams. I, this has to happen. It does. <laughs> yeah. This has to happen. I could do it. I could I could do that right now on the podcast. Do you need a performance track? Do you need to warm no, no. up a minute? I just need it's just a it's just a lip sync, so we can just play the song. <laughs> oh, and see. okay. But yeah, irony. But then we got to pay not. for it. Yeah. Well, so uh, and then putting in the good word, oh, yeah. number seven. Yeah. Oh, so I'm good. I'm gonna put the good word for <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> so so fun. Uh, number nine, Mr. Bailey's daughter and Walkin. Yep. Number eight, love those two together. And then the other one, big one, ain't no stopping now. Yep. Yes. I think we ended up playing that a lot on our station. Uh, Derek loves the intro with the horns. We no, learned, I right? don't. <laughs> no, I don't. Oops. Start <laughs> check over. Check the CD three times on your first night on the radio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. 
Oops. I get that pit in my stomach feeling every time I hear that song. And of all the songs, too, that's that's probably one of the worst ones because yeah. of that big horn intro. Uh, there, there's no soft intro to that one. No thunderstorm no. No. rolling in. Thankfully, no. I do not have an air check tape of that miscue. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it is somewhere. No, I hope not. It's it's what Dan's it's singing. It's what Dan's performance track yes. somewhere. <laughs> what Dan's performance track. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so number uh, 16, we got Brian Duncan. Well, great choice. Yeah. Great artist. That rounds out our my yeah. five. Yeah, you're five. Yeah. This time. All right, 16 for me is, uh, I'm pretty sure I'm the only one that has this on on our countdown, and it's one that could be in the top five, but, you know, we've talked about this. It's splitting hairs at this point. Yep. Right. And it is uh, The Turning by Leslie Phillips from 1987. Uh, this was on A&M Records, produced by T-Bone Burnett. Such a departure from her uh, previous pop releases. Uh, this is actually her swan song for CCM yep. uh, releases. She changed her name to Sam, uh, released several mainstream albums. They are very good, too, by the way. Um, one of the things about this album is they uh, they stripped it down and they took her voice down an octave or two, and she sounds great. Yeah, she mm. sounds a lot better. A lot better on yeah. this album. Um, so something to listen for if you go back and listen to The Turning. Um, answer here to my other trivia question. 1995, Sam Phillips was in a major feature film, had no speaking parts, oh. but she was in oh. Die Hard with a Vengeance. Okay. Really? The Bruce okay. And she played Willis. the love interest of the bad guy, uh, played by Jeremy Irons. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Is Who that was... our second Jeremy Irons mention of it this is. podcast? <laughs> it is. You're right. Yes. Wow. The Mission and Die Hard with a Vengeance. He played uh, Hans Gruber's brother. Okay. Huh. Yeah. So there you I go. Sam no Phillips. She doesn't say a word. Yeah, uh, you know she uh, carries a gun a lot, okay. well, and uh, you know <laughs> you would. She's in a, movie a bad like guy, that. yeah, right, yeah. But yeah, so there you go. Huh. Yeah. Uh, right. Some of my favorites. Honest, it starts with a great, just a good guitar and her um, a river of love. It's a very soft intro. It, it's a very short song too, and it's just very unusual. And it goes right into some great songs. Um, love is not lost. The title track. La Baramy. I just love uh, I love that song. Uh, I know there's a place free from no borders. Before I turn this grace into disorder, I've got to find a way out of this chaos. Kind of gives you a sense of what she was going through mm. making this album, mm-hmm. uh, her final CCM album. Uh, Beating Heart is another great one. The album ends with God is Watching You. Uh, just song about a uh, very simplistic song about God's there when you're in your good times, your bad times. He's always there. Um, playing off the the verse in Deuteronomy about God will never leave us or forsake us. Right. Um, it's a great way to end the album. I love the turning. I hope at some point I can talk you guys into deep diving it. Oh, for sure. Here is an interesting trivia fact for Derek. I think you're going to Okay. Like. So All listening right. back to this the other day, uh, like I said, it's very stripped down, very kind of underproduced, but the bass sounds fantastic on this album. Okay. It's very smooth. Uh, it's not like over the top. It just sounds really good. So I looked up who played bass yeah. on this. Hmm. Jerry Chef. Jerry Elvis's Chef. Elvis' former really? bass player and the father of Jason Chef, who was in Chicago, yep. of course, for all his years playing bass and singing yep. tenor. Yeah, Jerry Chef is on the turning. No kidding. I never would have guessed that. Yeah, Elvis's former there bass you go. player. Yep. Huh. So there you have it. The turning, number 16 for me. That's Highly a good one. recommended. Nice. Yeah, good. Well, I'm, I'm all in for a deep dive of that that's sweet great. that's good all right my 16 and this is where i go on a soapbox oh this is where i go on a here soapbox. we go soapbox disclaimer okay so buckling my up, buckling up <laughs> so we talk a lot on this podcast about how there's no popular genre of music that does a worse job of kind of 
remembering its heritage than CCM. We've talked about that. Mm-hmm. If the song is more than a year old, it's it's basically gone. There, I think I remember that song from twelve months ago, but maybe I don't. You know, so <laughs> that, that sort of thing. So, I guess that shouldn't be surprising because, in general, evangelicalism, which is where CCM sprung out of, kind of does a lousy job of remembering its own heritage. Now, the Christian faith has inspired a lot of the world's greatest moments of beauty. Like we think of. Um, over in Italy, the King David statue that's huge. My daughter was over in Italy last summer, and that that statue is huge. She took a picture of it um, by Michelangelo. Um, that yeah. so um, the Caravaggio paintings that are are beautiful. The hymns of Martin Luther, the Saint Matthew's Passion by J. S. Bach. So many great moments of beauty that the Christian faith has inspired. So another thing that the Christian faith has inspired is um, a little manuscript, I guess, from the 8th century called the Book of Kells. The Book of Kells. So here's here's your homework, you listeners. Google the Book of Kells and look at it, and you won't be able to look away. It's amazing. So it's it's done by 8th century um, Irish artists who had become captured by the gospel— and they depict the four Gospels in drawings, and they call it the Book of Kells. So, in hmm. 1992, the band Iona did a an album called the Book of Kells. I don't have the CD, the standalone CD of the Book of Kells, but I have Iona's box set. Wow, yeah. Look, the this River Flows. Yeah. And I am, the Book of Kells is in this box set. So, there it is right there. Um, and this album is phenomenal hmm. it's a ccm band who is inspired by an eighth century manuscript wow and they have written a whole album inspired by this uh manuscript that captured their imagination so here we have Gee. current music recent music inspired by something from the eighth century that's hmm. that's doing good that's winning right there that's remembering the past that Christendom has given us and kind of building on it in our day. So great songs on this. Revelation, Kiro, Kells. I love Iona because they're very connected to ancient Christianity, and it's uh, I just love their stuff so much. So wow. my number 16 is 1992's The Book of Kells nice. by Iona. Wow. And um, again, f- the homework for you listeners— Go out and find, and it's especially if you've got a big monitor that's real high res, you won't be disappointed at the int- the um, intricacy of the drawings in the Book of Kells. It's really stunning that it's all done in the 8th century. There's no computers, obviously. There's no... Everything's hand-drawn. Right. And right. it's amazing. So, well, yeah. So we're trying... How do we describe this, Dave? So Derek just pulled this out. It yeah. Is, box so, it. So think of two CD cases stacked not on top of each other, but next to each other. Right. As, as a book cover. Right. And then there's two additional CDs on the back cover. Yep. And then in the between, there's a big book. Yep. That's probably... Just talking about the history it? It looks of like the a band. menu. It looks like a, a restaurant like a menu. menu. Right. It, it, yeah. It, it, the size got, of a restaurant menu. It's got something about every album in here, yep. which is what, four, I believe, yep. it looks like? Yep. Wow. Including uh, the Book of Kells here. CCM Magazine said of it, 92, uh, 72 minutes of stunning music, quite unlike anything else you're likely to hear anytime soon. 
Yep. Wow. So yeah. I first. Well, when you this. and when you first pulled this out, you, so we're sitting here. You're talking, and as you're talking, you're pulling this up over the table so yeah. we can see it. Yeah. My first thought was, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, it's a whoa. It's it a, is. This thing up. And you, have to, you have to post a picture of this. Yeah, one. you need to post that. Yeah. I'll let you guys take care of that. But we got this in the in the in the station. Wow. And I was captured. Did not know that. I was totally stunned by the yes. cover. I was like, what is what is this cover? This is so interesting. Yeah. And I'm a prog rock musician type anyway, so I may have stolen it. And I was going to say, <laughs> you know, is it similar to another situ- story you told us where it's like I you saw it sitting on somebody's stole. desk and then I never saw it? I may have stolen <laughs> is, uh, it. Is Derek uh, related uh, to Rob? 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 Yeah. Is, no, I have none of Dan's CDs. <laughs> That would be ironic. That would be yes. Yeah, I'm the I'm the guy. I'm the guy that broke it. We found him. His it's name's Dare. Dare. All those up there are Dan's. His name's Dare. How dare you? All, all right. those. All of this could all, be yours, stars. I've been sitting in front of yes. him all time. Yeah, they're oh actually my. all Dan's. He's been dangling them in front of you. <laughs> Remember this one? Yes. <laughs> that would be the it's up there as Dan hits the microphone on him. Uh, oh my goodness. That knowing. looks like mine. It's not yours. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh no. Oh, good stuff. <laughs> That's crazy. So anyway, go look up the book of Kells, the actual book of Kells, and then um this is out on streaming services, the book of Kells okay. Iona. Okay. So wow. you can listen to it. Excellent. Wow. Thanks, Derek. You're welcome. That's You're, fantastic. Well, I guess that about wraps it up for this uh, crazy episode. So the next time we'll do 15 through 11. Right. Correct. So, and then we will be after that into the top 10. And remember, yeah. numbers get smaller, the hits get bigger. And the matches get more frequent. Yes, they do. Yes, they yeah. do. Stars. As we learned. Stars. So, <laughs> so thanks for joining us uh, for this episode again. Hope you enjoyed it. Tim, we'll uh, talk to you next time. Yeah.